The local word on sport. Out of bounds. Triple M. Absolutely. The coach of the Collie Eagles in Seth White. How are you, Seth? Good, thanks, boys. How are you? Very, always good. Always very good. good, yes. Uh, the week off, uh, I know we were only a couple of weeks in, but nice to sort of refresh. Um, what did you take from the game against South Bunbury a couple of weeks ago? It seemed like a bit of a dour struggle, a bit of a defensive sort of game. You guys got very, very close once again. Yeah, um, it turned into a defensive game. I don't think both coaches set out for it to be like that. Um, mm. wasn't a great spectacle to watch, but uh, we fought on pretty well once again. A few injuries and that, but um, got close again. Uh, but we just can't get over the line in those close ones. So it's something we're working on, and hopefully it's not far away. Hey, just on that bye, Seth, has that been a good thing for the Collie Eagles, or would you rather played through? How do you see the bye? Uh, I think it's a good thing. I think... Uh, the way footy is at the moment, especially with a lot of young kids and trying to get that commitment out of them. I mean, two games on, one off, and then we do the same again now. We're two on, one off. You can sort of get them up for the two weeks and, you know, then let them have that four, five, six days off break. So we don't mind it. Now, mate, it's a bit hard for us to judge the form of the Collie Eagles. You, you hit a red-hot Eaton Boomers in the first mm. game and then took South Bunbury to the wire. How do you see the start to 2019 or the form of your club? Well, if you can judge it, I'd like to know that as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think, well, after we played eight, and I have said it to a couple of other coaches, that, that they were probably better than any team we played last year. Yeah. They are very sharp in that. Um, and, yeah, we weren't sure, so we, we put a fair bit of work into South Bunbury and nearly got the result there. And then, obviously, with the eaton Kerry Park result, that sort of franked what I thought about Eaton. So I think they're um, probably the team to beat at this stage. And, you know, you got your Margaret River... Bunbury Harbour runs at Donnybrook as well, that'll be up there, and then the rest of us will just have to scrap and hope for a bit of luck to try and get into that five. Now, you had a couple of early injuries last week in Smith and Shanahan. Are they back in for this week after a week off? Um, Smitty or is that a secret? Right. Yeah, Smitty should be right. He's probably 70 30 at the moment, um, and Kyle's probably the opposite to that. So he'll struggle to get up, which will hurt us through the midfield. But um, yeah, we'll just have to get one of the kids in there to try and play a role. and go from there. I was wondering, worried when you said 70-30 about Smith, I thought you were giving away his age. I'm like, that's going a bit hard there. <laughs> um, but just quickly on Jeff Smith, him coming into the team, um, obviously he's had a lot of experience at Southwest level and, and other football levels. Uh, what's he been able to bring to the club and obviously the, the youngsters that are there? Yeah, he's been excellent with the youngsters, especially our forwards, because all our small forwards are only 18-year-old kids. So he's been really good with them. Obviously a different voice, different view on things has helped out as well. So He's been invaluable to us. Uh, this is Out of Bounds on this Friday here at Triple M. Myself, Daniel Leach here, Alan Crane over there. And I've got Seth White from the Collie Eagles Football Club, the coach with us at the moment. Yes, we have. Mm. Um, you said you've got a lot of young kids up there, Seth. How long do you think it takes for the young fellas or in game sense before they become comfortable or, I suppose, set with league footy in the southwest? Yeah, I think once you get around that 40 to 50 game mark, I think then once another couple of younger kids come in under them and they don't feel like the, the babies anymore and they get a bit more confidence. But we see improvement in them each week and obviously they're a work in progress, but we think within two or three years we'll reap some really big rewards out of that. And you have got some experience in, say, Blackford, Michael, Rinder and Smith and the likes out there. must be good for the young fellas to have the likes of them running around the place. Yeah, it is. They're, they're really good, those boys. They've been there for a long time and, 
And I mean, they're only still just turned 30 themselves now, so they've still got a fair bit of footy left in them. So if we can keep this nucleus together for the next three, four years, then, like I said, we'll reap some good rewards and hopefully have some good times around the club. And you're off to Kerry Park this week, to, uh, Kelly Park, to take on the Panthers. They got a, a real touch-up against Eaton. Do you reckon that would have zapped a bit of confidence out of them, or would you reckon that would have done the opposite and um, put a bit of fire in their belly? Yeah, I think maybe after beating Donnybrook early, they would have been you know, pretty confident and then copped that little whack from Eaton. But, I mean, it probably zapped some confidence for a couple of days, but then with the bye, it probably wasn't great for them. It's a long time to think, so... I'm sure Barney will have them ready and they'll come out for and on Saturday. Hey, in terms of the youngsters, because we mentioned that a bit so far, who's impressed you in the first couple of weeks to date out of the youngsters? Uh, I think, like I said, our small forwards, you've got young Bailey Maloney, Austin Kent up there. They're, they're really good game sense. Um, they know what league footy is all about. Um, they're still learning their craft, but, yeah, they're, they're really good kids and they're the old-fashioned sort of kids. They do what they're told, they like to learn and stuff like that. So, yeah, good times. And just quickly, uh, some uh, positive news sort of from the Collie Eagles Football Club in a sense with one of their favourite sons, Travis Cleggett, of course, uh, playing waffle football, made his debut a couple of weeks ago for Subiaco, which uh, gives a few of the other players that are playing at uh, Sowers Footy League level, at Collie level, to go, hey, look, here's a pathway to playing at state level. Yeah, no, that, that, that's great for him. It's a great reward for effort. I mean, last year he was... He was emergency four or five times and he won the Resi's first and best in, in what was probably a, a lower-ranked league waffle team, so his Resi's team, so that was a great effort by him. And, and like I said, he's only a young kid, and I know hundreds of young kids that have gone to Perth to play waffle and not gotten a game the first year and then just given up and come home, but he stuck it out, so it's a great reward for him. And a bit of a surprise that he got sneaked after one game, but... Obviously, playing there with their strength at Subiaco, he's, he's going to have to work really hard. Look, not a bad side to be playing it's for at the moment. It's a tough club to get thought. into. Oh, jeepers. My goodness, mate. Subiaco. Yeah. Well, oh. He obviously had a fair... I think he had four clubs to choose from. And, yeah. And to be honest, I probably told him to go to one of the other ones to get more <laughs> opportunity. But to his credit, he went there and he, and he broke into the hardest... Mm. Probably the hardest side outside an AFL team to get into at the moment. No, they absolutely. are a very professional unit, though, the Subiaco. Oh, I hate seeing Subiaco win, but that's a different story. Hey, what's wrong with the Subi <laughs> no, boys, mate? As a West Perth supporter, <laughs> I just can't be bothered seeing that team anymore. Anyway, Kerry Park, <laughs> Collie Eagles. It is at Kelly Park this Saturday. Uh, we are live from 2pm, bounce down at 2.30. And, of course, don't forget the Anzac ceremony happening just before for the game itself. Hey, Seth, we wish you the best of luck for this weekend, and uh, it's great to see a lot of the uh, the youth coming through in this side and showing some uh, great potential as well. Uh, hopefully you can get yourself a win on the board very, very soon, and thanks for joining us here on Out of Bounds. Thanks very much, boys. And just make sure everyone gets down to Kerry Park. They put a good show on for the Anzac Day, so mm. we'll try and do the same. So thanks. Appreciate being the first one. Makes me feel pretty important. You're always important. You know that, Seth. Come on, mate. (laughs) This is Out of Bounds at Triple M. Out of Bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. Triple M. Round three action of the Dale Alcock Home Southwest Football League kicking off this weekend. Some good action coming up. We'll talk about Augusta Margarita and HBL in a moment because that is probably the star game of the weekend. But as I've been saying a couple of times before, Starting our first broadcast game of the 2019 season this weekend, 2pm, we're at Kelly Park for Kerry Park and the Collie Eagles. I'm actually looking forward to this one. Kerry Park um, weren't too bad round one. 
Um, they obviously got the win in round one against Donnybrook. A lot of people quite surprised by that. Obviously got a hit last week against Eaton. Collie, they got round one against Eaton and got absolutely monstered. But they were pretty good, I thought, against South Bunbury and should have probably got the win in that game. Yeah, looking forward to this one because this will tell us where these two clubs are at because yep. it's very hard to judge where these clubs are at. You know, Eaton are in red-hot form, so mm. both of them have copped a bit of a, a belting off yep. them. Uh, South, um, Collie could have well beaten South Bunbury. They went right to the wire. So both points, four points, is very, very vital, so they should be 100 mile an hour. It's going to be interesting to see how Kerry Park bounced back from what was a pretty hard day against Eaton. Yeah. You'd think they'd come out firing and... Look, Collie need to grab their chances and put a couple of four points in the bank because they're yet to put one on the market. It was interesting to hear from Seth White where it's like, you know, just not being able to get that win. You've been close in a few games over the last sort of two seasons. It's that whole thing of, you know, just actually getting that win. That sort of breaks the mentality of, you know, we're close but just not getting there. It's also getting to expect to win. Yeah. You know, when you come a good side, you go out there expecting the four points mm-hmm. and and that plays a bit of a part in it. When you're sort of just around the mark, you, you sort of, if you get close, you're thinking, oh, you're not too bad at it yeah. but as I said as your side builds you go out there 100% and your mind is a funny thing Dan your mind will play funny tricks you think you're going 100 mile an hour but it's a different sort of setup yeah absolutely uh, if, if that all made sense no that made total <laughs> sense I'm all with you in fact I could take that with my day to day life um, <laughs> don't forget the Anzac uh, tribute happening beforehand at about 2.20 so we'll have that for you here on Triple M as well uh, the two Sat- other Saturday games uh, let's start Bunbury and Donnybrook um, who would have thought Bunbury would be zipping too this is a very, very important game for the Bunbury Footy Club. Grand because, final rematch for a start. Well, it is. And they're zipping too. Mm-hmm. If they go down here, their next next game on is Eaton. Yes. And you would not want to go into the season oh, zipping four because no. that just gives the other sides too much of a head start to start mm. clawing back. So very important for them. Donnybrook got a kick in the tail, no doubt about that, yep. against um, the Panthers' first round. A, a bit of a wake-up call. They bounced back against Bustleton, and I think they'd have a fair bit of improvement. Great game of footy going to be. Uh, the Peter Betty Cup as well, we should make mention. Uh, contribution to both the Donnybrook and Bunbury footy clubs. Uh, Ringo was known, uh, better known as the uh, first Southwest Footy League Premiership coach for Donnybrook back in 1977, and then three premierships at Bunbury over a 20-year period, which is something quite And remarkable. from all reports, he gave a pretty good spray. Oh, <laughs> I wonder if there's anyone out there that would know a few Peter Betty sprays. I reckon there might be. A I have few. talked to a few that, um, yes, yes, he was very good at it. Two, two, uh, two, two and zero sides also playing Saturday. Augusta, Margaret River, and HBL at Gloucester Park. Oh, this is going to be good. This is my game of the round. Yes. I reckon both these sides are in good form. They're mm-hmm. both confident and they're both progressing very well and should feature. Um, heavily come the end of the year. Mm-hmm. It'll be good for Margaret River to um, at home. They'd want to keep their running, but I like the look of HBL. I, uh, Sean Bradley's very hard to match on. Yes. Up on, I'm going to. He's a mobile forward and a big man. Be interested to see who Margaret River put on him. Mm-hmm. And um, then they got Scott Thornton just wandering Christian around. The, Chris Thornton. Oh, Chris, where do I get Scott Thornton <laughs> I from? I don't know, but who cares? Oh, that's all right. I must have been watching something <laughs> the other day. But, yeah, and I'll just stick to the last name. You know, Thornton <laughs> wandering around the goal square. So, mm. tough matchup. All right, the uh, two Sunday games, quickly on them. Bustleton, Eaton, Boomers at Beauvel Park. You'd expect Eaton to win. Well, Eaton are running the ball fabulous as well. It's going to take a huge effort from Bustleton, not only to stop their runners, but mm. to kick a score big enough to win that game, I yep. would think, Eaton. Uh, and South Bunbury and the Harvey Bulls at Hands Oval. Um, I'm interested to see how South Bunbury rebound from this. It wasn't pretty against the Collier no, a couple only, of weeks ago. Well, I was in Sydney watching the scores, and yes. I thought it must have been pouring with rain, and everyone it else wasn't. kicked 20 goals, and yep. they got five. So yep. 
they would not be happy with that performance. Harvey Bulls um, lack a little bit around the ground at the minute. There's no doubt they're trying hard, but um, I think South should win that and win that well. All we right. Expect. Round three, Dale Alcock home, Southwest Football League. Get out there. Some great action as we set our broadcast game. Tomorrow, 2.30 is bounce down for Co- uh, Kerry Park and the Collie Eagles. We'll be live at 2 p.m. The local word on sport, out of bounds. Triple M. Look, last year, Lower Southwest Football League Grand Final, we were treated to a sensational day out of the Pemberton Sports Ground. That was a great day. Exceptional day. And there was one man we caught the eye of just at the end of the afternoon who just sauntered up and just decided, oh, I'm going to have a bit of a talk session with you lads. He was quite good. Ah, uh, mate, we had a couple of cordials down there. Just a Enjoyed them immensely. And who did we talk to? We talked to the Southerners coach, and he's uh. doing a job again this year in Tim Lister. How are you, Tim? Yeah, good, thanks, boys. Very well. Very good. Uh, now, can I quickly just take you back to Anzac Day, um, the club going out for the dawn service, but then you had your training session straight after that. That's uh, a regular thing down there? No, we uh, just decided this year with uh, Anzac Day falling on Thursday, which is our normal training night, mm. that um, we put it to a vote and all the boys said, yeah, let's get training out of the way early. And uh, then that way we can uh, co- commemorate our Anzacs properly later on in the day. Yeah, I think That's if you had left your training it. session any later, you might have been yes, in strife. true. Yeah, we would have struggled for numbers later, <laughs> Tarvo, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon you might be right there. Uh, what, what was the turnout like uh, on the morning? Was it good Good numbers? Yeah, the boy, yeah, the, all the boys got there and uh, yeah, trained the house down, kicking Fantastic. the dew off the grass. They all um, commented that it was they hadn't done that since Oz kick days, so... <laughs> It was good for a few of the boys to remember what our kids go through. Very nice. Now, getting on to footy, Tim, when you sat down and done your assessment last year, what areas did you think you needed Southerners to improve on moving into 2019? Uh, well, it's probably quicker for me to list the areas we did need to improve <laughs> on. Um, it was a fairly tough year last year for us, and uh, you know, player numbers was our big thing. We had an absolute rotten run with injuries as well. Couldn't yeah. take a trick, so... Um, Look, but the big thing for us was just getting getting a couple of couple of recruits in the key areas that we needed, mm. and all of our local blokes just you know go, taking their fitness to another level. I think um, yeah, country footy these days it gets harder and harder, and yeah, you know, there's fewer and fewer to do the work. So we just had to try to make sure we got all the boys uh, as fit as we could possibly be, and uh, yeah, so far it's all looking pretty good. Before we get into the recruits, you must have been uh, very pleased with the way the boys bounced out of the blocks first game last week. A lot of the footy early and a lot of shots on goal. Yeah, look, I think it was a, it was a pretty uh, typical round one game for us. It was, there was a fair bit of black smoke getting blown and um, the skills probably weren't quite up to scratch. But uh, look, to get the four points, four points at the end of the day was really pleasing. And yeah, um, I, was, I was very happy with how we went. Some terrific recruits and uh, boys we know very well. Oh. Cody Hay, our yes. mate of the show. Oh. Jack Hick from Augusta Margaret River. Yes. Matt Wilkerson and Connor Lammy from the South Bunbury Footy Club. They're um, all very good pickups. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, look good. Uh, Cody Hay, he obviously played his, all his junior footy with Southerners and um, he, uh, we got in touch with him at the end of last year and he indicated that he was keen to come home and play his last couple of years back down at Pemby with us and uh, we said we'd love to have you. And he's yeah, as, as you boys would know, his kicking from, from oh, the back line, yeah, is, yeah. it just really sets us up um, from, from deep down the back line. So no doubt one of the best le- uh, legs in the league. Yeah. Absolute oh, beauty. Mate, he, uh, you know, he delivers the footy so well up the ground. I think um, all of our midfielders are a bit excited when, uh, when Cody gets the ball. 
Um, yeah, and the, the other boys, uh, you know, Hickey, I think anyone who's seen him play knows knows what he can do. So once he uh, once he gets used to the 16-a-side footy down here and, and, you know, learns learns the boys the way we play a little bit, uh, yeah, he's just going to fit in really nicely. Um, and a couple of South South Bunbury boys, Wilco and uh, Connor Lammy, look, they, uh, you know, they, they both had really good first-up games for us as well. So... All looking really good at this stage. And did young Wilco behave himself? Oh come on! <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did. Look, he's a good lad, isn't he? What, he's um, he, he set the bar pretty high for himself. <laughs> yes. He put a really, really good performance on the track. Um, yeah, he was he was clearly our best on ground for the day. So if he can maintain that sort of form, we'll be uh, pretty happy. Uh, you're on Out of Bounds on this Friday here at Triple M with myself, Daniel Leach, and Alan Crane over there. Tim Lister, the coach at the Southerners Football Club, is with us at the moment as well. Hey, Tim, uh, the youngsters that are coming through, uh, who's impressed the first couple, or uh, who impressed last week, uh, and who's impressed on the training track so far? Yeah, um, we've got a young fellow by the name of Kai Jasper, who yes. he's, um, look, he just trains the house down. He's, he's one of these kids who I just, I love having him around, having him around our footy club. He's, Everything he does, he's full on. He just loves his footy, and he's so coachable, you know, which is for, for young blokes these days, you know, if they're having talent's one thing, but being coachable's something else, you know. You, you tell him what, you, what he needs to do, and he just he does his best to follow your instructions to the letter. So with uh, young blokes like that around, you know, we're, we're really happy. Um, and, you know, look, Kai's... Yeah, I think uh, he's going to be heading to Perth to play a few games, which is a bit of a bugger for us, but it's really good for his footy development. So we're looking forward to um, every game we can get out of him. And then we've got a, a few Omidae boys. We've got a couple of uh, young fellas who will be making their league debut this weekend. Um, young Cooper Omidae and Will Omidae. Oh, congratulations, uh, them. That's big so, Yeah, look, Coops has just trained the house down. He's, he's only a Colts player, um, but the Colts have a bye, and... His his form at the start of the season has been outstanding. So we're we're really keen to reward our young blokes who have been putting in the hard work, and yeah, we'll give him give him a go. Mate, you spoke a little bit before. I'll take you back a couple of questions about Jack Hick moving down to a sixteen aside comp. I suppose there's a lot of difference in the space you've got to make for yourself in the eighteens and the sixteens. Takes a little bit to get a hold of. Oh, it really does. Yeah, it's it's, it's one of those things you can't you can't really explain it to blokes who have. You know, especially blokes like Jack who have played a bit of footy up in Perth and, you know, they're, they're used to, especially with good good um, forward running patterns, all of a sudden on the 16 aside, you it, it just really opens it up for you. It takes a little bit of getting used to. So, you know, Jack in our first game, we could, I could see he was, you know, really trying to work to create the space and the space is already there for him. And, he, you know, he's, he's just going to have to adjust a little bit to that. So, but look, the way the way he launches himself at the footy, um, I think uh, before the year's out, we'll have a couple of mark of the year contenders out of him. That's for sure. Well, we seen a couple in the oh, finals yeah. last year, didn't oh, we, Dan? Yes, we where did, he sat dude. on a few heads. Yes. Now, big question, mate. What about yourself? I see you had a run in the twos last yes. week. Are we up for selection in the ones this yes. week? Oh, mate, look, we've got a pretty <laughs> tough uh, match committee in the league this year. Uh, <laughs> you got to work I, your way in, do you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, yeah. The selection committee told me I need to drop a few kgs oh. and uh, work on my fitness a little bit. So That's insulting, be, uh, isn't it, Tim? that for the next couple of weeks in the that, twos, mate. We'll see how we go. That's insulting, is it not? <laughs> well, it is insulting, but it's pretty true as well. Yeah, okay. so. Fair enough. Hey, this weekend you're uh, making the trip to Boyup Brook. Never an easy task, uh, the long trip to Boyup Brook. 
No, it is uh, it's never easy going out to Boy Brook. It's a it's a ground that haunts me a little bit personally, so I'm uh, always sleep a bit rough before we head out to Boy Up. But um, they uh, they are a bit scratchy in their first game from all reports, so we're expecting them to come out pretty hard and pretty hot. And uh, you know we're going to have to definitely put our best performance on the park to uh, get the chocolates. All right. Well, we wish you the best of luck this weekend. Uh, your game happening uh, tomorrow, two fifteen start time. Of course, the reserves at twelve pm. Uh, if you're wanting to uh, go out and have a bit of a look, see, it is always great to talk to you, Tim. I know that we could probably go for a full hour talking talking to you, but uh, we leave that to uh, when there's a couple of cordials around instead. Uh, so, in that case, go out there, enjoy uh, tomorrow afternoon, and hopefully you get the chocolates. Thanks for joining us. Nah, thanks, boys. Good on you. Out of bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. Triple M. Tim Lister, how good is that man? Yes, good fella. Oh, look, all the coaches around the league are good, aren't they? Southwest and yeah, Lower Southwest. Um, absolutely. All characters. All, I'll tell you what, yes. the next bloke's character too. Uh, look, I'm so happy that he managed to take my message this time around. Um, I, I want to get this guy on each week, do a bit of a preview of what's going on in the Lower Southwest. Well, he's football very knowledgeable league. as well. Very knowledgeable. Knows absolutely everything that is going on and hopefully he's going to prove <laughs> We'll soon find out. <laughs> exactly, because it's a big build-up. I'm talking about Nigel Reeve, our man Weaver. Hello there. Yeah, good day, Dan. Good day, Al. How are you going? Good, mate. Good. Um, I I know that you've been bugged about it for the last six months, but are you okay after Grand Final Day? No, no, no. I'm fine. I'm fine. I just yeah, it was a great game of footy as we all witnessed, and uh, yeah, the result didn't go D Mills' way, which uh, I was a bit disappointed about. But as far as footy goes, it was fantastic. So uh, I'll, I'll tell you no, this look, now. No, live on forever. I'll tell you this now. It is one of the most downloaded podcasts that we have had. Here at Triple M Southwest, ever it's had well over, I think it's into five figures now. It just got downloaded so much, obviously by you know Imperials fans, but at the same time, it was just one of those moments of, of it was sport surreal, wasn't where it? it was just an amazing couple of minutes. And so, you know, as you said, your team wasn't in the right side of it, but to just be there to witness something like that is quite remarkable, isn't I- it? Oh, it was just fantastic, and that was just as we we talked about on the call last year. It was just a great. Advertisement for Lower South West footy it was fantastic. It actually, the whole day was just just an awesome day of footy from uh, Colts right through to the league game. Oh, look, I think Weaver took it very well. It only took Jeez. my hanky what three weeks to dry out after I handed it to him, but but no, you, you handled it very well, mate. Well, I didn't wreck the podcast because they didn't no. hear me for the last no. three minutes. So. <laughs> That's a fair point. We didn't have to That's censor it either. A big seller. Uh, so, what's happening down the Lower South West, Weave? What have we got? Uh, well, our, foot, our footy started uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yes. So Demil had a one-off game versus Tigers mm-hmm. in Manjimup. And, uh, yeah, they uh, went down by about four goals. So well done to Tigers. And then last week uh, the season sort of opened up with um, some full rounds just before Easter. So um, mm. coaching up played Imperials over there. And Imperials got the job done. And uh, Tigers just went down to Southerners down at, uh, at Pemberton. So uh, yeah, it's all go. And this week we've got a full round of fixtures, which sort of starts proper after the Easter break. Hey, um, I don't know if uh, this is just a luck of the draw or whether Bridgetown actually put forward the idea, but uh, they've had the first two weeks of the season off. Did they put like a little submission in to go, hey, do you mind if we take these two off? <laughs> I'm not sure if they did or they didn't. They've had an extra probably two or three weeks, maybe a little yeah. bit longer um, as far as the pre-season goes. Yeah. But by all accounts, they've uh, they've recruited quite well and Ray Masters is their coach this year who's uh, had a lot of success, A, as a player, and B, as a, a, a coach at Tigers where he won a couple of premierships and probably should have won a third one. 
So, uh, yeah, by all accounts, uh, they have recruited well. I'm looking forward to starting this season, which is a few weeks after most of the other mm. teams. Gee, you'd be itching to play a game, though, wouldn't you? All that pre-season, <laughs> everyone else is playing. Just watching everyone yeah. else. It gets a bit tedious after a while. If you're not playing footy, we're doing all the hard yards on the track. But, uh, no, I they start this week, which is against Steve Mill up at Bridgetown. I suppose on the flip side of that, come the end of the season, they'll be playing regularly going into the mm. final system. Yeah, well, we only have a couple of buys. We uh, the long weekend in June and um, a couple of just normal buys during the season. So they've pretty much had two of them basically yeah. out of the way already. So their season pretty much full on other than the long weekend in June and <clears throat> probably one other. And, uh, yeah, they'll get some regular footy in, which will be good for their club for sure. Now, do we know much about the Cogent upside and how who they've recruited and how they're faring? Uh, no. no. <laughs> Tricky question I, first I, I heard, up. I had heard names that there was a couple of guys that were uh, coming back that played for them in their premiership year, which was three or four years ago, which were the Jennings boys. Okay. They got a new coach, uh, which apparently is doing quite well, getting numbers on the track, but I don't know a lot more than that. Uh, I think Imps were a bit worried about going over there the other week, mm. but they got the job done by about six or seven goals. So they didn't say they were... Uh, you know, going great, coaching up, but they weren't as poor as they have been, but that was through lack of numbers. Basically. I think that so, numbers on the track is the key, isn't it? And it used to be a very, very strong football club, so yeah. it'd be nice to see them bounce back. Oh, for sure, absolutely. It would be nice to see them. Now, here's yeah. the good thing. We get a double dose of Weaver, because usually what we're going to do throughout the season is just get him on for one segment just to preview, but we you know, we like our Weaver in, in the first week that we're going to get you on for a second segment, Weaver, so hold there. <laughs> uh, out of bounds here at Triple M around the southwest. More with Nigel Reeve as we preview this weekend's action in the Lower Southwest Football League coming up. Uh, this is Out of Bounds at Triple M. Daniel Leach here, Alan Crane over there. Nigel Reeve is on the phone with us. He's here to preview all the action coming up this weekend in round three of the Lower Southwest Football League. So let us start with the game in Boyabrook. We just spoke to Tim Lister a few minutes ago. He seems pretty uh, keen as mustard to get to Boyabrook, although he's not a big fan of Boyabrook, as he said. He's got nightmares. No, he wasn't a big fan of the ground, was he? No, he's not. Um, Brook, where do we think they are going to sit this year? Well, Southerners aren't that uh, that keen on travelling full stop, so I'll just put that one in there straight away. But uh, we played Boy Brook a couple of weeks ago, and they were quite impressive. They got uh, a couple of new recruits, um, uh, Key Ford and, uh, and a Ruckman, and uh, a, a, a wingman whose name's as long as the alphabet, so I won't even try to... Uh, to pronounce it, but uh, they were they were quite good. Uh, well, Dan's going to have a look now, aren't you, Dan? Yeah, yeah I'm very keen. <laughs> you set him a challenge, um, Weaver. Yeah, well, we went down. Uh, we won by about four goals. So, uh, boy, Brook were probably just a couple of players away um, from probably winning that game. Just a couple of polished players away, but they they've definitely improved, recruited well. They had enough. Uh, there for the day. They only have a, a reserves and an A grade where only one guy as far as I could see um, doubled up so that's mm-hmm. a great thing for them. So they've definitely got numbers. There's a bit of vibe about them and uh, yeah, they played some really, really good footy, especially uh, Lance North. They probably had the two best players on the ground. Lance North played at fullback. Oh. He was sensational. I like the look of Southerners recruits, so I'm not going to have to go Southerners. In okay, alright. And that name you're talking about is Gayton Manangella. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's the one. I think he played at Bunbury, didn't he? I think he did, yes. Yeah, so that's a good little pickup actually for Boyer Brook. Good player, uh, very good. Yeah, he's a good. He's a very, very good player. Very quick and uh, sure with his hands and. uh all accounts are half-decent bloke as well, so uh, good on them. That's a good recruit for them. Very good. Uh, the other game tomorrow afternoon, Bridgetown and Dean Mill should be a very good game. Obviously, as we talked about, Bridgetown haven't played this season, so fascinating to see how they come out in game one. 
Yeah, well, Dean Mill, uh, their, their biggest nemesis, I suppose, over the last five or eight years has been their disposal, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's still going to be a problem for them. They get a fair bit of the footy. It's how they, they finish off. So uh, they've had one win, one loss, so uh, they're going well. Uh, Bridgetown have recruited uh, quite well. I think Todd Gregory is a kid that's come back. He played at Donnybrook. Um, Hugh Mitchell's come back, and uh, a big fella called Rook Walsh, a uh, big ruckman, who is a Bridgetown guy. They're all Bridgetown guys, or they've come back to the club, so... Yeah, I haven't seen much of them. I've just heard a lot about them. I've heard that uh, on the track's been, been great guns. So, yeah, they'll be itching to get a game under the belt for sure. Yeah. Which way are we well, going? I'll be picking Dean Mill, well, of course. I, mean, I was going to say, like, there <laughs> was a... Not being or anything. No, of course not. No, of course. <laughs> uh, like I said, Craney, a very tough, uh, you know, team that's watched other teams go out there, play, come out in their first game. But then again... Both sides have had a week off as well because of Easter. So it's that's right. It's interesting, um, I suppose, interesting and it's a bit hard to know when you haven't had a look at Bridgetown yeah. play at all, but um, should be a good game for yeah, you. Yeah, hopefully it will be a good one. We know that Bridgetown's been improving a lot over the last couple of seasons, so that'll be a very good game. And then Sunday, 2.15, Tigers up against Cogen up at uh, the Tigers footy grounds. Um, you know, not too bad against Southerners a couple of weeks ago. Um, lost in the end by 18 points, but uh, Cogen up is an interesting side, as we were talking about before. Yeah, and I think you don't really know, and this uh, is, is pretty straightforward comment, that you don't really know what coaching up having to you play them. Yeah. And you, you hear a lot of whispers, and, and then when they roll out, they could have, um, you know, you, you don't know what they're going to have. Um, so I can't even guess what they've got, but they'll they'll turn up and they'll give it a red-hot go. And, and Tigers uh, haven't got the recruits that they had last year. They picked up a couple of guys from D-Mill, actually. So, um, but they, they've been playing some pretty impressive footy under Paul Starkey, so... Tim and Jack Iwanu and um, Joe Parkinson uh, there, and then you've got Dan and Nathan Ward. So these guys, Sean Hodgkins, Linda Muir, they're still an impressive outfit for a local team. So I would pick them. I have seen them play, and they, they were quite impressive. And obviously against Pemby or Sudden, as they were uh, not far away. So I'll pick Tigers for that one. They're a side on the improve, I reckon, Tigers. Yeah. But it would be good for the competition if Kojanup put up a, a good one here. No. Yeah. I hope they do. That's it. Yeah, we want to see some uh, some close contests if we can in uh, season 2019. There were a couple of blowouts last year, but fingers crossed that'll be the case. Of course, it's all about getting numbers out there. So if you're out there in like Cojanup, Boyupbrook, those sort of areas. Well, that's a good call, Dan. That's an excellent call. If you're out around the Cojanup footy and you're between 17 and... 30-something. 30, 30, I'm going to go. Yeah, 30-something. 30 <laughs> Get along to the footy club and have a kick. Exactly right. They need All the clubs need numbers, so if you think you're a bit of all right, get down there. Or even uh, if you're struggling to have a kick, yeah, get exactly down there and right. have a bit of fun. Yeah, that's usually my go, but anyway. <laughs> Round three, Lower Southwest Footy League. Going to see some great action once again this weekend. And as I said, we are going to get the wonderful support of Nigel Reeve with us here on Out of Bounds each week. Uh, Weaver, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, have yourself a great uh, couple of days getting to see some footy. All right, thanks, boys. And yeah, look forward to talking to you on a regular basis. Should be good. Out of Bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. Triple M.